It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. into Locked On Cougars, a special postcast edition with myself, Jay Catch, and joined by a special guest, a GFOP, a good friend of the podcast, Sean Walker. All the way Walker. from NBC Row. <laughs> All the way from NBC Row. Sean Walker from KSL.com, a guy who's a fairly regular contributor on this podcast. Sean, what's up, my man? Jake, I can't tell who's uh, less excited to be here at the crack of midnight right now in the Marriott Center. Either you or Grand Canyon facing Division II Davenport University. Yeah, we need to talk about that here in just a minute. So what we're going to do here is we're going to talk BYU basketball. Obviously, they had their season opener tonight at the Marriott Center. They beat Cal State Fullerton. Am I saying that right? Is Cal State Fullerton still their technical name, or have they gone Cal State University Fullerton? Cal State Fullerton. Okay, so Cal State Fullerton. CSF is preferred on second reference, I learned. CSF, not CSUF? Not CSUF. CSF. Because CSUF would also be Fresno State. Cal State Ah. University Fresno. Ah, okay. So I guess they just dropped the U or something. Interesting. Well, I learned something there. So, yeah, so we're going to talk about that here in a minute. Just a reminder for you guys, the Locked On Cougars is brought to you by our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union. Of course, they're great sponsors of BYU Sports in general. We're happy to have them on board with the podcast. Oh, we need to talk about that here for a minute, too. Utah State in a battle with Montana State. It looks like the Aggies, number 17 in the country. We'll keep an eye on that one because most of y'all will be uh, long past that score by the time you listen to this. Absolutely. All right, so let's kick it off. Let's do our intro here, and we'll... We'll get going here. So this is Locked on Cougars, special postcast edition as BYU takes down Cal State Fullerton. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, Sean, let's talk about this. BYU opens up their season with a 76-58 to 58 win over Cal State Fullerton. I think the big story tonight is Alex Barcelo, guy who recently became eligible, got his waiver granted by the NCAA. He goes out tonight, shoots 7-9, scores a career-high 17 points, and it was every bit the quote-unquote bulldog that people have expected him to be. Yeah, 100%. And when we say career-high out of Barcelo, we literally mean career-high. Obviously, it was a BYU career-high. It's his first official game with the Cougs. Um, but one point more than he scored his sophomore year at Arizona when they played Georgia Southern. He had 16 that night, I believe. Um, yeah, this was this was a true effort. I mean, this was very much needed, I think, from this BYU team that you knew they were going to be a little small, yeah. at least for the first nine games of the season while Yoli Child serves his NCAA suspension. They're going to have to outscore a lot of teams. They're going to yes. have to outshoot a lot of teams probably. Um but with weapons like Barcelo, TJ Haas, Connor Harding had a great night. Jake Toulson didn't have a great night, but he's also another shooter that should get unlocked. I mean, you like to think that this BYU squad can outshoot a lot of teams that are on this schedule right now. 
Well, I think they're going to have to. I think that's the biggest thing is you, you look at just how they went about things. T.J. Haas and Barcelo tie for the game high with 17 points. You mentioned, mentioned Toulson, the former WAC player of the year. He only finishes, what, with seven points on the night, but he was plenty effective just in his own right all around the all around the court. He had a tough shooting night, but you don't expect him to have many more of those in a BYU uniform. No, definitely not. And what I really liked about Toulson is he, yeah, he wasn't shooting the ball very well, just three of nine from the field, one of three from three point range uh, but he did a really nice job of kind of compensating for that played a little bit of sort of a point wing type yes. role mm-hmm. finished the night with four assists found his teammates really well uh, I'm thinking early in the second half when Fullerton was trying to mount a run and uh Jake drove into the lane and then kicked it out to Blaze and Yield for a wide uh-huh. open three. I felt like that was a really big moment, and that's the kind of thing that I think Toulson did. I mean, that's what you expect, yeah. really, from a fifth year senior graduate transfer, reigning WAC Player of the Year. Yeah. Um, obviously, at his previous stop at Utah Valley, he he knows that not every night's going to be perfect for him, yes. but there are going to be ways that he can affect the game, even if. Uh, what's the old saying? Ball didn't go in the hoop, right? <laughs> Thank you, Jim Boylan. That will forever live on in this state. But you're right. And I think the other storyline coming out of this game for me, Sean, was the defensive effort from the from the Cougars in this game. And let's let's be let's let's make sure we clarify this. Cal State Fullerton did lose the Cal State Dominguez Hills in their exhibition yeah. matchup. And Cal State Dominguez Hills is a Division two team. So that obviously takes a little bit of the luster off it. But BYU held Cal State Fullerton down. The closest uh, it was a 21-18 game game at one point and then BYU holds Cal State down it felt like for about five minutes there as they made a push towards the the end of the first half just the the defensive effort from BYU despite their lack of size on the interior the just the rugged nature about the defense it showed tonight I think is something that BYU can use to great effect going forward yeah I'm pulling up the box score right now uh Fullerton pulls within one 19-18 with 8-10 left in the first half um, and then, courtesy of our friend GFOP, uh, Brandon Gurney of the Desert News, they get, quote, stuck on 18 until the 2.01 mark. So six So minutes. just over six minutes of that first half. Vincent hits a three, brings them up to – but by this time, they're down 31 to 22. Yeah. So that six-minute span towards the end of the first half, you really started to see a little bit of a defensive motor mm-hmm. with this team. And I think it also kind of came in with, with – they were making substitutions like crazy. You saw Trevin Nell come in a bunch. Yeah. Uh, you even saw um, Evan Troy, Troy come in, in and, yeah. and get some really nice minutes, which – I don't know if anyone expected that. Let's be totally honest. Love you to death, Evan, but I don't think anybody expected that in the least bit. I mean, you saw kind of just these mass subs, Mm -hmm. and it was so that – so that Pope could could just throw defenders at guys and just get in the lane, take charges, and and get their hands up, contest shots, that kind of thing. Again, Fullerton, they're not the world beaters. They're a season opener for a reason for this BYU mm-hmm. team. But just getting that confidence, I think, where you can you can win from three, nine of eleven, or no, sorry, uh, eight of. 14, 15 from three-point range in the first half. Um, you can win by passing the ball. They were 9 of 11 assists on yes. field goal makes in the first half. And then being able to win by defense, there aren't a whole lot of ways this BYU team can win right now yep. for the first nine games of the season. But every way that they possibly can, grit, heart, hustle, shooting, defense, uh, I think they showed that all tonight. Yeah, and that brings us to the kind of last thing I wanted to talk about on this postcast edition is now BYU turns their attention to former Mountain West Conference rival San Diego State. Uh, the Aztecs come in here, and this is going to be 
a stiff test for the Cougars. You mentioned the fact that, Sean, the, the, the Cougars right now, just without Yoli Childs, without Gavin Baxter in that front court, they're going to have to win in specific ways, and it's going to beat out shoot teams. Shoot from three at a high clip and just hope to outscore teams and hopefully lock them down on defense to a degree where you can win that game. San Diego State, it's going to be a stiff test on Saturday. Yeah, I, I mean, this San Diego State team is really, really long. They're just yeah. big, they're long, they're bulky. Well, they're pretty much everything that yeah. BYU isn't. Yes, well, and it's, it's, it, it harkens back. BYU fans, if you remember when BYU and San Diego State were in their heyday in the Mountain West Conference in the 2000s, San Diego State has kept up that rep. Long, rangy, athletic defenders. They got another Kawhi Leonard coming through there, basically. Correct, yeah. yeah. They, will, they will absolutely make your life a living hell on the offensive side of things. But BYU... BYU. Are we allowed to swear on a podcast? It's a podcast. We can go with it. But it's, 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 they're going to have to make sure that they are on point. And if they go out with the same defensive tenacity they showed tonight, I think they'll keep themselves in that game. But it's easier said than done. Yeah, this this one's still in progress, so we won't make too many mentions of it. But San Diego State season opener Tuesday night against Texas Southern. Um, <laughs> the Essex held TSU to 13 points in the first half. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. They led 48-13 to 13 at halftime, um, obviously then started emptying the bench a little bit. Texas Southern went on and scored a little bit more after that. Obviously, mm-hmm. they finished with more than 13. We'll just yeah. leave it at that. Um, <laughs> but that's that's the kind of team that I think San Diego State is going to be. It was the kind of team that, that, uh, that Steve Fisher built up for years and years again. And years and years and years, while he while he struggled to rebuild that program, mm-hmm. and it's the same kind of team that uh, that his assistant uh, Brian Dutcher is also building up there. Correct. All right, Sean. Any parting shots for me before we wrap this thing up? Uh, quick podcast, really here. Once again, it's always good to be on with you, Jake. And hopefully, I had half the night that Alex Barcelo had. In which case, I will consider this a pretty good podcast. I would be I would agree with that. All right, we will catch you guys tomorrow morning bright and early with a full edition of Locked On Cougars. This has been a special postcast edition as BYU takes takes down Cal State Fullerton to open up their season 1 and 0. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you soon. Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.